Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Why It Matters. When you're a parent, you always worry about the things that your kid is watching or seeing online, right? But what kind of a role can advertisers or marketers play in making the online landscape for children these days? Well, Asia's most advanced digital advertising network for kids, teens, and families, Totally Awesome, has recently announced the launch of Totally Play across Singapore and the APAC region. As the industry's largest brand-safe gaming platform, Totally Play will be engaging brands to reach over 450 million under-18 gamers in APAC. Through managed and programmatic offerings, Totally Play aims to create a safer gaming experience for young Singaporean gamers by bridging the gap between greater content utility for brands and the experience of play for gamers. The platform will enable marketers to meaningfully connect with an industry where in APEC alone, video game revenues are $96.3 billion and it makes up about 47% of the global market. Let's find out more about Totally Play from Will Anstey, who is the Chief Executive Officer for Totally Awesome. Good morning, Will. Good morning, Elliot. Love the company name, by the way. <laughs> you have, there's a lot to sort of look up to when you name yourself totally awesome. Yeah. So it's one of Asia's most advanced digital advertising networks for kids, teens, and families. Um, tell us a little bit more about your presence in the region and help us to understand the company's business model. So, so totally awesome specializes, as you said, under 18. And the way the business goes to market is to enable brands to engage safely this audience but also to giving brands the chance to have more meaning and utility. Because if you think about the you know, most precious ages of underage in our kids, as a group, it's a world of firsts. It's your first boyfriend, it's your first girlfriend, it's your first car, it's your first fight with friends. And so the fact is brands have to step in and have more meaning and utility. So what Totally Awesome does is wrap around brands with the right media inventory to do that. Okay. Now we have, you know, this, this whole gaming industry that is mm, on yeah. the rise. And you talked about, you know, uh, under 18. Um, Apex got, what, 450 million gamers under 18. What are the yeah. habits we're looking at here? Well, I mean, the, the habits, uh, it, it depends by age. Mm, okay. it, it really is quite incredible. So if you think about um, after school for young kids, it's a case of, you know, going logging on to Animal Crossing and meeting up with your friends online. If it's, okay. if it's teens, it could be going to virtual concerts. Um, I, I hate to say this, but, you know, Mickey Mouse parties are probably um, not so popular these days because yeah. you've got kids literally wrapping around sort of, you know, IP-themed parties that, you know, didn't exist years ago. Um, you know, you look at what Lego's doing. So Lego's just invested, I think, $500 million, I think they've settled. Like, it's, it's, it's an incredible amount of money, even globally, a billion dollars, into Epic Games. Mm-hmm. Now, the Epic Games is Fortnite, but why would Lego do that? They know they've got to start to create safe environments within these games. Okay. So it, it, it's an incredibly explosive area. But what's also really interesting about it is that half of the world's gaming population is in Asia. I guess one of the greatest factors of why half of that population is in Asia is the kind of connectivity that we have, internet. Mm. Uh, mm. In your opinion, as much as this was always going to happen, uh, did COVID speed it up exponentially? We think it did. Um, but, but if you think about it too, you know, with technology and what it's enabling us to do online, and, and you think about how games put us at the centre of the story, 
So, you know, here you are, you're an active participant, you know, you're, you're, you're not the passive observer, you know, it's a safe place to really interrogate and think about all your actions and consequences. You know, it helps us to explore, to be human. And, I, and what I love about Asia is that there's always that optimism of like, okay, what can we really be? So, so the gaming environment provides a fantastic platform for kids to really experience, you know, love or loss or, you know, and go to incredible far off places mm. um, or just even become incredible people. It really is a place where how big do you want to dream? And there are psychological escapes as well. Yes. Um, and on that um, comes a great responsibility and, and probably a greater role for marketing strategies. Uh, typically, uh, Will, what are some of the strategies that brands tend to use to, to engage with this audience? And is it different, Asian audience, uh, Western audience? Uh, look, I, I don't think there's a difference between East and West in this respect. Okay. Um, I think, though, for a brand, which is interesting here, is that, first of all, a lot of brands are nervous about this space. And they're nervous in the fact that there are some negative associations with gaming. Um, you know, you do hear about addiction with kids. You hear about some people say that, you know, gaming can go to gambling. Okay. Um, but the fact is, um, there's a lot of research. And the research says, look, although there is the chances, there's also a very lot of positive associations with digital play. And there's, there's three principles that brands have to really think about. Um, as they enter into this world. And the first is, you know, think about self-knowledge and, and that, that principle of how it gives or how games enable children to learn not only about that virtual world, but about themselves. So, mm-hmm. so that's, that's an incredible exploration. And then there's also the identity principle, which goes, well, talks to the fact that, you know, kids and teens need a safe space to experiment with their identity um, or even, you know, practice their social skills and then on a further level, there's that sort of psychosocial moratorium principle that talks about the fact of how gamers can take risks in a real world where consequences are lowered. So, so, so you've got all these positive sides to it as well. So for brands, it really matters of how they go to market. But it's not enough to simply be on target. They have to really think about where they need to be age appropriate. Mm. And therefore, you know, how do you select those right environments? How do you really sort of understand, understand the stages of development of, of, of children and teens? Yeah. You know, how do you create, you know, these experiences with augmented play? Um, it, it, you know, it is an incredible world. But they've got to sit down and literally think about, well, from, from the top, yeah. um, <clears throat> what, what do I want to achieve? And, and then how am, I going, how am I going to do it directly to a specific age group? Because it changes greatly between ages. You think... Brands or, or marketing strategies, uh, you know, uh, over a decade ago, I was told this by an ex-boss of mine, never underestimate the kids' influence on the parents' monetary decisions. Do you think brands tend to underestimate? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, think, I think brands are still stuck in the old days of that the mum's the main grocery buyer. But, you know, for any of the listeners out there today, we all know our kids have us around their fingers. So... Um, you know, we have a yearly research piece we've been running for the last seven years across Asia. Mm. And the influence of kids, particularly with COVID, going back to your COVID question, mm. has risen astronomically. So, you know, even in Japan, for instance, the, the latest research I saw that for BMW X series, the teens in the family have a 60% influence on the purchase of that car. Wow. So you think, my goodness, <laughs> how are these things happening? So it's not just toys. It actually is holidays. It's everything. But imagine if you, if you try putting, if you buy the wrong shampoo for your daughter, yeah. 
are just not worth your while. So kids actually are now the new main grocery buyers. Yeah. Bands have to get on board or they'll lose them. Yeah, and, and kids talk to kids as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you think about what happens in the playground. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's worse than office politics, I tell you. Uh, Will... Online data privacy, and, and, and this is this is scary, okay? So there are some studies that suggest that every day you've got 175,000 kids going online for the first time. And by the age of 13, each will have, what, 72 million data points associated with them. In short, internet usage by under-18s now account for 40% of daily traffic. The conversation yes. about data privacy is going to keep coming up. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, yeah, it's, it's huge. And then the fact is, the, the big tech have to get off the drug of data. It is not appropriate anymore in this day and age yeah. for our kids to be compromised by these big platforms. And I was even reading recently, which fascinated me, of the T's and C's, the terms and conditions of a lot of the big um, tech platforms, like I think even some of the Microsoft platforms, it would take 60 minutes to read the T's and C's if you are an expert lawyer. Okay. Whereas if it would take the same amount of time to read... Um, you know, some, some books like Macbeth. It, it is so out of whack. Do, do they expect anyone to be reading them? So, so kids are assigned their data away. Wow. Totally Awesome has unveiled the largest uh, brand-safe gaming platform, Totally Play. This will mitigate some of these issues. Uh, tell us a bit more about uh, some of the problems that Totally Play will address. So, so if, if you think about the gaming world and you think about the plethora of all the, the various genres of games, there are a lot of games out there that are very, very positive. Mm. And, and so, so what we do is we curate the inventory of games that maybe helps confidence for kids or maybe helps critical thinking for kids okay. Okay. or helps mindfulness for kids. Okay. Um, and that could be at any age group. But the fact is you, you can't just let kids play any game <clears throat> because you know, there are a lot of shooter games. There are games out there that aren't necessarily... I guess is sensible um, as as what others are. So therefore, positive okay. play comes in to really look at how you unlock these curated connections across gaming, esports, metaverse, and then we we package them. The brands can then be in the environment that they want to then have more meaning and utility, and they have more the chance of enabling kids to be more confident or you know I guess more more positive. So so, so that's a good thing, but. Um, we have we, we have our own AI that starts it, mm-hmm. but where we have to be very clever is with our human people. And again, we, we talk about human by design at, at, at Totally Awesome and Totally Play mm-hmm. because you need to have people at the end of the day to have their value judgment on is this the right content. So it, it's a very time-intensive um, process. Having said that, right, I mean, and just as a final wrap-up question, looking at web. 3.0 or, or even the metaverse, yeah. this does mean that brands have to sort of reinvent the way that they advertise with gaming. What would your advice be on that note? What should some of the questions yeah. they should ask themselves when they try to reinvent the way they advertise? The biggest thing a brand needs to do is understand the new value exchange. And the new value exchange is understanding the value linked to a play experience. So what I mean by that is, do you think that in, in the past brands, the way they go to market is very much as, as about a transaction? Yeah. You know, buy, you know, or, or incentivize to, to reward or whatever. In, in the new 
web point three, you have a situation where you can actually um, enable kids to be more creative. So a, a child may want to be an avatar. They may want to turn up as, a, as an animal for the day um, because they love that. Or they, they may want to have a different skin that makes them unique and makes them special. So, so brands now can empower this creativity or unleash this creativity in kids and teens that they've never been able to do before. And, and kids and teens aren't interested in just saying buy me or reward me. Um, it, it is a case of empower me. Um, you know, how, again, as I said before, you know, how, how big can I dream? Dare to dream as big as you can. And therefore brands have to come in and do that. It's not a case of even necessarily turning up as the brand, but it's actually turning up as, as an enabler mm-hmm. uh, for kids to do these things. And it's honestly so exciting of what happens next and how brands have to rethink a lot of their marketing programs. I've been speaking with uh, Will Anstey, who is Chief Executive Officer for Totally Awesome. Will, appreciate your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day, yeah? Thanks, Elliot. Appreciate it. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.